Hello, welcome to Why Not Me. In life, we face many trials and obstacles, many challenges, and in the thick of it, we can be tempted to think, why me? But every obstacle presents an opportunity and every trial can bring triumph. So I want to encourage you to adapt a mindset of, why not me? When, when in the middle of it, when things are tough, look around and think, why not me? It's, it's happening for a purpose. And then when success is at your doorstep and all you have to do is open it, you may find yourself hesitating, questioning, is this for me? Do I deserve this? And I wanna encourage you to adapt a mindset of why not me? Throw the door open wide, shout to the world, why not me? Embrace your success. I'm your coach, Todd Halls. I'm grateful to have you on this journey. Welcome to Why Not Me. Hello, hello. Welcome, everybody, to Why Not Me, Turning Trials into Triumphs, Seeking and Embracing Success. This is your host, Coach Todd Halls, and I am super excited to have you with me today. I'm excited to be here and talking about a subject today um, that has to do with your health. Um, and we, oftentimes, as soon as we hear health, we think of, of physical health. Um, but we're going we're to talk about mental health today and, and just and, and being mindful um, being mindful in you know when, when things get hectic, when things are stressful, when they're chaotic, um, but even even just day to day, you know, in in my in my whole leader uh, coaching framework, health is one of the one of the six slices, and you know, we talk about movement for physical health and also for mental health, but also um, also what you're what we're consuming and and what we're allowing in. Uh, so that's the kind of the mental health component of it, and. And so with that in mind, I'd like to just kind of walk through some some ideas, some tips to um, to shift maybe the way we cope with everything coming at us on a daily basis. It seems like things come at us so fast nowadays. I mean, if we if if we stop and we're just aware of everything that's happening around us, we, we could actually uh, make a pretty good argument that we're in this constant state of some level of chaos. You know, if we're paying attention to the to the social, you know, to the news feed on social media or or heck, even just the, the news feed on TV and what we're listening to on the radio and just just all all the stimulus that's coming in. Um, I think it lends itself to just a, if we allow it, just a state of chaos. So um, but but even if we if we manage to to avoid most of that. I think you know each of us still has we've got stresses that we deal with uh whether at work or home or or our relationships maybe with our our parents or our spouses our kids um <laughs> certainly certainly in our own heads um uh yeah so just want to consider ways to handle stress in in a mentally healthy way um with with mindfulness and self-care and so that's that's where we're headed uh and you've probably heard of of mindfulness and self care before they're they're fairly common terms but you not might not be completely familiar with them um, so let's let's just take a look at them mindfulness um, it's the quality or state of being conscious or aware of something and self care is the regulatory function which is under individual control is deliberate it's self initiated um, so mindfulness the the state of being conscious or aware of something um, are you present? Like, like, and, and I don't mean to just let me put that a different way. Um, try to practice being present. Like, just being mindful of, of where your thoughts are taking you, where 
where you're where you're drifting off. It's one thing if we're working on a project or writing something. Oftentimes we stay focused on that. But what about the space in between? What what where does your mind go then? I think it's important to harness those thoughts and focus on focus on positivity and and just remain mindful and and, and control it. And then uh, self care, of course, that's um, that's what you can initiate on your own and be deliberate about it, be intentional about it. Um, so oftentimes, um, mental health, uh, not oftentimes, all the time, it should be as much a priority as, as physical health. And the, so the two go hand in hand. Um, I think um, quality, a good state of mental health lends itself to wanting to take better care of yourself and, and taking the initiative to, t- to have better physical health. Uh, and conversely, and I've seen this played out many, many, many times uh, in the gym, uh, physical health and taking care of yourself physically and investing in self-care in the physical realm lends itself very well to improved mental health. Um, so, <clears throat> so that being said, when, when it comes to being aware and in control of your mental health, the, the mindfulness and the self-care, they go, they go hand in hand. Uh, before before we start taking steps to control the way your mind reacts to chaos and difficult situations, it's important to learn how to be conscious of the chaos and how it affects you. So just, again, there's this awareness, like being present. Uh, then you can take measures to mend or redirect your your thought process, your cognitive process. So, uh, you know, as a society, um, we haven't been taught to give our, our mental health the, the attention it deserves. Uh, as a result, we typically... We we sweep issues under the rug. We grin and bear it to whatever it may be, toxic relationships, uh, overloaded overloaded schedules, um, because we're afraid to say no. Uh, so we need we just need to make it a, a bigger priority um, and 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 bring it yeah just focus on the mental health more. Um, so whether whether born into families with difficult people. Or, or, or we find them through friendships or partners or coworkers. Um, keep in mind that you can't fix a problem that doesn't belong to you. It's challenging to know how to best respond to someone who brings negativity, negativity and unhappiness into our lives. It's, it's very challenging. Um, so one of the first things to do is just to realize that the behaviors um, that are coming at you uh, are, 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 or reflected at you are not. They're not your fault, you know. It's um, it's the way the others are coping with with their feelings. It's it's part of their mental health uh, and not a reflection of who you are. So, um, you know, just think about how how two different people would react to, um, you know, like uh, I don't know, spilling spilling a glass of of water at the dinner table or or breaking, you know, dropping a plate on the floor. Uh, one person may blow up at the situation, and 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 another person may just calmly, uh, you know, if it's a spilled beverage, they just get up, they grab the towel, they grab the paper towels, they cheerfully clean it up and go about their business. Um, so just be aware of the type of people um, that you're around because how they react to these situations, it's it's definitely a reflection of their mental well-being and their ability to cope with their own feelings. And if you find yourself around people that bring you more pain than joy definitely definitely try and try and create some space there distance yourself one of the most important aspects of being mindful in the midst of chaos is taking measures to eliminate as much of the chaos as possible 
And we do that by being aware first. And But then um, once we're aware of it, the, the source of that chaos or negativity, the stress is coming from people that you choose. You choose to surround yourselves with. Um, I just recently finished um, listening to the book uh, um, Outwitting the Devil by uh, Napoleon Hill. He wrote that after Thinking Grow Rich. And, you know, kind of as he's, as he's summarizing it towards close to wrapping it up, it's, it's um, emphasized very strongly to be, to be very cautious in who you surround yourself with. And it, that lends itself to what we're talking about right here. Uh, we can't control every interaction we have, but when it comes to our regular interactions, it's our job to develop firm and clear boundaries about what we will, what we will and won't tolerate. Like, um, know what you will, what you're not willing to put up with, what you won't accept, and and draw that line. Uh, whether it's a gossipy coworker, or or maybe it's an overly critical family member, or you know the the negative Nancy uh, uh, next door, wh- whatever it is. Eliminating interactions with people who bring you who bring you down, who bring down your good energy, it's going to leave more room for positive energy to enter. And and then the next thing, um, you know, sometimes you're going to find and notice that you've got friends in your circle that don't support you, right? They don't. They don't. And by, what I mean by that, it's one thing. It's, they don't. Um, they don't lift you up. They 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 just. They don't have your best interests in mind. They don't. They don't put the wind under your wings. So, you know, not all friendships are meant to last forever. It's fine. Um, and while you shouldn't casually discard friendships over minor arguments or inconveniences, you know, we're, we're human. We're, we're bound to have some friction now and again, even with with great friends. Uh, but you should grant yourself permission to move on from relationships that don't nourish or support you. Um, if you feel exhausted, like, like if the idea of hanging out with someone, it, it just, you start getting tired, it's probably a good sign that it's time to move on. Um, you know, if you find that members of your family are, are super negative or, or toxic, um, again, create some space there, create a buffer. Um, it can be hard to part with friends that are negative, but family members, you're, we're kind of stuck with them, right? It can be even harder. That's uh, one of the best recommendations is just to set limits on the amount of time you spend uh, interacting with toxic people, whether, whether it's family or not. Just set time limits and, and um, make sure from your standpoint, keep the conversation positive uh, and pleasant and, and, and focus on that person. Uh, don't, don't allow it to go downstream. Um, keep, by keeping the focus on them, you're purposefully keeping yourself safe from unwanted drama. And and maintaining the relationship, if if that's what you want to do. Um, we're all on different paths, right? Our our our, our walks are all a little bit different. Um, and you've got a relationship with with everyone you've ever had an interaction with. I heard, I believe it was Jared Yellen, you know, and um, and he was relaying a story about who who's in your room. And once once you allow somebody in your room, and and that's figuratively, of course, but in your space, once they come into your awareness and you have interaction with them, that that interaction is there forever, right? Whatever whatever seeds are planted or whatever, it leaves an impression, and you can't undo that. Um, but you you can move on from it. It doesn't mean you have to stay in the room. So uh, some some relationships they're just going to last a moment, but some are a lifetime, and then there's everything in between. And in each relationship, um, 
you cross paths, you learn from one another. Um, and since each of us are on different paths, you might only be walking side by side for a little bit, you know, just, just a few steps, maybe a mile or two, fig- again, figuratively speaking. Uh, but then yeah, maybe you separate for a while, maybe your paths cross later on. Uh, my friend, my friend, Mark Lewicka, uh, he and I graduated together uh, in, in 1989 and then, and, and didn't, didn't see each other. We, we weren't super close when we graduated, but we knew each other, went to school together. And then we didn't see each other. Uh, and we met again in the spring of 2013. And, uh, you know, the, the paths crossed again and we became good friends. Uh, so you just, you just never know. So understand throughout your life, there's going to be many people that you meet, that you love, and that you learn from, and that, that you ultimately, um, you are going to play a role in determining how long you walk along a certain path. Um, next next key thing or point to, to this mindfulness and mental health is learning to say no. Uh, if you want to cut down on chaos in your life and, and, and stress, um, make it a priority to keep your plate filled with the right amount of work uh, that your mental health, mental health can handle. Uh, so you're going to have to learn to say no. And this is, this has come up in several conversations in the last uh, two days. This this idea of knowing what's important and spending your time there, and saying no to to really just about everything else. Um, create a no list, like things you just know you're gonna say no to, and they may be great opportunities. Um, and you, you might feel guilty the first times that you that you turn down people that ask for favors, but. Um, it gets easier with time. It's like it's like working a muscle, right? The more you work it, the stronger it gets. So it will get easier. And as you practice, remind yourself why you're saying no. You're saying you know you're saying no for for reasons that are very important to you. Um, offer those reasons to the person that that you're saying no to if you feel comfortable doing so. If you feel obligated, ah, uh, not necessarily obligated, but for sure if you're comfortable doing so. And remember that by saying no, you're saying yes to the things that you do want to spend your time and energy on. You're, spend, you're saying yes to, to positivity, positivity and the good things that you intentionally bring into your life. There's not enough time to do it all. There's just not. So focus on the important things, the things that give you fulfillment. Um, and along with saying no is just learning how to, how to exit social situations that are you know, causing you stress. We've all been there. We've been at that, um, at that, I don't know, at that coffee shop and somebody comes up uh, to the table and, and, and you're done, you've paid the check and you're, they're, they're talking and talking and maybe they're negative and you start, you, you just feel it pulling on you and it's causing stress. It's okay to say, you know, it, I, man, look at the time I've got to go, uh, excuse yourself. Um, it can, it can be, it, it can be hard, right, to, to, to have this line between being polite and saving yourself from the stress of staying too long. Like, where, where do we draw that line? How do we draw that line? But, um, but draw it, you must. So the next point would be um, bowing out gracefully from, from social situations um, that are stressing you out. We, we've all been there. We've all been in that situation where we're, where somebody approaches us in, in, a, in a social gathering or a networking function or whatever it may be, and it we just it starts causing us stress. Um, 
we've all sat through them, the awkward, draining interactions. But the line between being polite and saving yourself from the stress of staying too long, it can be difficult to draw. So here's an idea. Um, just pay, pay attention to how long you've been with them. Spending five minutes um, chatting is polite. Ten minutes is more than enough. But after, after ten minutes, you're certainly um, – Certainly have every right just to excuse yourself. Uh, excuse me, I'm, I, I, I need to go and, it, and move on. Um, so that being said, though, if, if prior to that, if you feel like, like you're in danger, for instance, or, or if the person's acting, um, I don't know, if they're saying like really like mean things, hateful things, racist things, uh, misog misogynistic um, or obscene things that just makes you uncomfortable, just immediately say, excuse me. And, and move on, get, get away from them. It's also a great idea just to surround yourself with people who support you. Um, so we've covered all the ways to eliminate the excessive external stress, you know, as far as the, the people that are around us. And we, we've talked about some tips there. Um, but it's also just to be, need to be reminded how important it is to keep people close who love and support you. Who, you know, the people that lift you up, the people that give you energy, uh, the people that you know have your back, uh, no matter what, the people that when you see them, um, they're, they're, like a, they're like a rainbow. They're like a ray of sunshine. Uh, I've, been, I've been so blessed to have uh, many people in my life like that. Like just as I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about friends and family and, and, and it's making my smile bigger. Um, now, for some folks, it can feel that there is nobody that fits into that category. And if that's the case, uh, you know what? Consider reaching out to, to support groups for people who share the same interests as you. You know, think about think about your hobbies or things you like or the types of books you like to read or the, the physical activities you like to do. And then and then find groups where, where there's people that enjoy the same things, uh, either in person or virtually. Uh, any positive connections you can you can curate are gonna help bring peace to your mind. And then speaking of peace, create space that brings you peace, space that, that allows you to be calm. So we're, 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 you know, we've been talking about people and now let's talk about, um, about you. Let's focus on you and your space. Um, if you've ever watched like a home makeover show, you know how much a physical space can impact mental well-being. Uh, everything from a clever, cluttered bedroom to a poorly lit office space, the, the spaces you spend time in directly impact psychological health. So what are three, three great ways, top ways to make a face, space feel better? Ditch the clutter. Um, add more light and adopt a plant. It's simple. Notice the first one, ditch the clutter. If you see clutter, straighten it up. Um, if you don't have a way to straighten it up, um, figure out what of it is not needed any longer, put it in a box and move it out. Um, and then add more light, either, either artificial, ideally it'd be natural light. Um, but if not natural light, uh, artificial light and, and adopt a plant. Plants just, they bring life. They give you something to care for. Plants are awesome. Uh, also you can, you can create, bring in more positivity, uh, more, more good energy with positivity reminders. So as you're refreshing your space, 
um, bring in colors and pictures and, and quotes, motivational quotes or inspirational quotes, anything else that can bring a little bit of joy when you look at it. And, and if you're at a loss for where to start, uh, try creating like a mood board. Fill it with pictures of things that catch your eye throughout the day. Um, something catches your eye and brings a smile to your face, take a picture of it. Maybe it's a bird or a butterfly. Maybe it's a, a flower you see on your afternoon walk. But get a picture of it and put it on the board. Um, go out to a store you like, like a fun furniture store. Take a walk to a fun furniture store. Uh, heck, create a, create a Pinterest collection will work for this. This next one's super important. Um, as you to, to increase your positivity, um, spread compliments. Like like give positivity away. The, one of the best ways to, to curate positivity for yourself is to spread it. The more you give it away, the more you're gonna find it in your own life. So take the time. Uh, each day to do something kind for someone, compliment a stranger, or just share a smile. Um, it's one of the things I, I try to practice. Um, I, I in the car, I again, like at least in the neighborhood, maybe not on the highway, but I wave pretty much at everybody. I'm intentional about smiling at people in the stores. Um, I think I think sometimes people probably think I'm a little bit nuts, uh, but that's okay. I'm I'm smiling, and and that act of smiling and hoping to bring brightness to somebody else's day inevitably adds a little bit to mine. And speaking of others, check check how you're thinking about others. Um, if you find yourself, well, do you? Do you find yourself being judgmental towards others? Um, next time you do, uh, next time you catch yourself throwing shade, um, pause and shift your thoughts to something positive about the person or situation. Uh, and I don't, maybe you just, Pick out their shoelaces and think they did a good job tying their shoes. And I know that sounds a little bit, um, I'm not sure what the word is, extreme or, or, or petty. I don't know, but it's something positive. Um, so find one thing that, that's positive and, and start with that as, you, as you're thinking about that person or, or the situation. Um, and now, now we're getting close to home. Ch- check in with the person in the mirror. Uh, check in with how you speak about yourself. We're, I know for me and, and a lot of people I talk to, we're our own worst critics. And we've, been, you know, we've got decades in of bullying ourselves, um, and it takes a toll. Uh, when, when, the, when the person that you see every single day in the mirror is hard on you, it's hard on you. And so uh, next time you look in the mirror, next time you start thinking destructive thoughts, don't just stop and list out things you're grateful for things you're grateful for about you. Um, and, and if you can't think of anything, just things you're grateful for around you. Um, if you're, if you're in a house looking in a mirror, be thankful for the house you're in. Be thankful you've got a mirror. Uh, just start listing things you're grateful for and it's going to shut down the thing, the stinking thinking. One of the things I tell people is I, you know, I'm, I often tell people that my, we're, we're, we're supposed to listen more than we speak, right? We're supposed to stay quiet That's and respectful um, when other people are talking. And the one, the one time you're not supposed to do that, and maybe you've heard me say this before to you, um, but it's when the voices in your head, when those negative voices pop up, when the voices of doubt, of fear, of self-loathing, of self-criticism, when they pop up, I want you to speak up loud and and 
clear and distinctly and take charge and tell that voice to sit down because you are better than that. Uh, so that's the one time you get permission to cut somebody off mid-sentence is when it's that little voice in your head that is speaking negative to you. Um, another helpful thing is to use your breath as a tool. There is so much out there about breathing and meditation and breathing exercises. Um, so th th there's a lot of ways to start you know, curating this world around us that brings positivity and pushes negativity, negativity away, negativity away, and yet st stress still keeps uh, finding a way to creep in. So focus on that's the time to focus on your breathing. Slow it down. Um, try to mimic the sound of waves. Breathing in, slow and steady. Take a pause between your exhale. Breathe out, slow and steady. Pause, but think of the rhythm of the waves. Just nice, slow, steady breaths. And focus, just, just think about your breath. Focus on that. Um, exercise. Exercise is great for the body. Um, and, and yoga is, is a great way to connect the body and the mind. Now, there's a lot of styles of yoga, and, and I don't know the name of it. I've got one in mind. But, but the, um, traditional, I'll call it traditional yoga uh, it focuses heavily on breath, like breath we were just talking about, and and the asanas, which are the movements or poses, and it turns the whole practice into a kind of moving meditation, uh, and and it's proven to combat stress. Now, maybe yoga is not your thing. Maybe when I mention yoga, you cringe, put your hands up, said, "No, Todd, I'm not doing yoga." That's okay. Find something else that serves it as an outlet, some place to focus your mind in the present moment um, where you can, you know, something you can turn to when you're feeling stressed out. Now, I don't know what that would be for you. Maybe it's cooking or, or, or coloring, painting, um, petting, a, petting a pet, a dog, a cat, uh, go tend to the garden. Um, if, you, if, you, if you followed the advice earlier when, when we were talking about your space and you brought in more natural light in the plant, um, go, go take care of the, go tend to the house plant. Uh, but take the time in your day to bring your mind away from anxiety. Uh, it, get it back to the present moment. That's what mindfulness is all about, being present. I've heard it said a lot of times we're, either, we're, we're worried about the future or, or reliving the past, and neither one of those serves us. The, the, the future is undetermined, and the past is the past. Uh, look at it once maybe for review and learning, and then, and then leave it in the past. Um, another helpful thing is just to give yourself time to feel your feelings. Um, it's important, obviously, to, to learn ways to cope with stress, um, but don't distract yourself. It's important to find, to learn ways to cope with stress, um, but your goal shouldn't be to, to distract yourself. Instead, find ways to release your thoughts and your feelings and your worries. Release those anxieties. And maybe you need to connect with a mental health professional. If so, do so. Uh, otherwise, just try journaling. Write, write your thoughts down. Get them out. Write them, write them, write them out on paper. As you, as you do that, um, they're going to come out of your mind onto paper. And these, then these solid thoughts are going to help you gain new perspective. Uh, 
and then that's a form of journaling, of course. And, and as another very powerful journey, journaling practice is, um, is to start a gratitude journal and just regularly make a list of things you're grateful for. Um, every morning when you get up, list five things you're grateful for. Journal them out every night. Take, take, take 10 minutes and just set a timer for 10 minutes. Write down everything you're grateful for. Um, we have so much to be grateful for. I, I, you know, I think of things like, um, well, uh, the house I'm in, um, the fact that I can, that uh, the technology is such that I can record this right now. Um, silverware. I'm so grateful for forks and knives. Have you ever tried to eat an over egg, over easy egg without one? It's a mess. I'm grateful for the silverware. Every time I get in the shower, I'm, I'm just so grateful for clean water. So take the time to, to regularly journal your gratitude. It rewires our brains. Gratitude does. We become more likely to focus on the positives in the world than on the negatives. And so we're not going to we're not going to become ignorant of danger if we appreciate the positives for a little while, but we will become more open to the good. As you're doing that, um, hopefully you're you're spending time in this journal practice, but you're you're going to get to know yourself. But there's other ways to get to know yourself. Um, and, and dedicate some time to learn to learn more about you, like who you are and how to love yourself. Sometimes the best way to practice self-love is to learn how to enjoy your own company. So take yourself out, get 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 some time alone. Take yourself out to a movie. Take yourself out to dinner. Um, get out in nature. Go for go for a solo walk. Go for a walk in the woods. Go for a walk in a, in, a, in a quiet neighborhood by yourself. Once you learn how to love and cherish yourself and your own worth and you recognize how valuable you really are, everything else is going to fall into place. So hopefully this has served you in some way. Hopefully, hopefully you, you put into practice some of these things immediately. Um, Journaling gratitude. You can start that and start realizing the positive effects today. Create your no list, things that you just aren't going to say yes to. Create a no list of things that you're not going to be involved in, not going to focus on, not going to say yes to, so that you can truly focus on the things that are most important to you. Time with your most important relationships, whether that's a spouse or a parent or a child or a sibling or a best friend. Um, don't get your calendar so full that you don't have time um, for the things most important. So that's time with relationships, but it's also time with you. As we discussed, time in taking care of you in self-care and try and build margin into your schedule. Don't have it so tight that there's no, there's no white space on your calendar. Make sure you create a little bit of white space for, so when the unexpected does pop up, you can, you can handle it without a whole bunch of additional stress. Or if nothing pops up, you can take the time to practice your breathing and just declutter. Um, yeah, be careful who you let in your room, and and if they're not if they're not positive, if they if if they if, if you find them dragging you down, create some separation. Uh, maybe maybe time to take a look at the room and 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 see who's in it, and make sure the folks that are there uh, are are treating you the way. You deserve to be treated, that they are supportive of you, that they believe in you, they believe in your dreams. And, and that starts with the person in the mirror. Uh, so if you need to get that work done, 
first and foremost. Again, I hope this has served you in some way. Um, I, I believe in you, whatever, whatever big dreams you have, whatever your, your huge aspirations are, remember, you can. Uh, if there's anything I can do to serve you, uh, please reach out to me. Uh, you, if you, you can send me an email. You can go to toddhalls.life, uh, but reach out to me. I'm here to serve, and hopefully I'm able to do so. Hopefully this has served you today. Until next time, peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.